Hey everybody, welcome to Food on Tour. My name is Mike Robinson and this is episode two. Today we're going to talk to Brian Kessley and Dana LaMarca. Brian is Maggie Rogers' bass player and music director and Dana is her drummer. They're both amazing people, amazing musicians, and they have great taste in food. Uh, There's also a little treat from Brian at the end of the episode. So thanks for listening and hope you enjoy it. Turkish influence in Berlin is like, I feel like that's such an interesting part of that city in particular is just, uh, yeah. you know, I, I think that's what makes it feels feel so much different from the rest of Europe, too. Like, obviously, you're moving further east and things are changing. But then there's I read that there's like something like 200,000 Turkish immigrants in Berlin or something. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. 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 I, there's it's it reminds me of like uh, in Detroit, there's like such a huge population of uh iranian and iraqi christians i don't know are you familiar with this and it's the same thing where it has such an impact on the city that doesn't exist literally anywhere else in, in the america or the world um so there's like a ton of really good middle eastern food in in detroit for the same for the similar reason this is a good this is a good this is good podcast uh content actually <laughs> there's an episode of the new um ugly delicious season where David Chang goes to Dearborn, Michigan, and they go oh, to yeah. they go to some um, I forget what it's called. It's like a, a staple. That I think the family was is Iraqi, and the sons kind of took it over, and they started making the same like traditional sandwiches, but putting like hot Cheetos and shit in them. <laughs> That's <Whoa>. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. Dude, I love that show, Ugly Delicious. The, se- the taco episode oh, yeah, would yeah. like made me cry. It's, yeah. was, it was beautiful. I really want to go to what that is it on? place in what? Uh, Netflix in Boyle Heights. I think it's Boyle Heights, the Tacos Arabes place or whatever they went to on there. Mm-hmm. Looks yeah. so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the the influence of like Lebanese culture on in Mexico, mm-hmm. and how Mexican culture like absorbs things in a really unique way. Yeah. Like El, Past- El Pastor is directly correlated to um, halal, right? You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, meat, meat on a on a on a on a spigot or a stick. Basically. They uh, that's another yeah. thing they touch on in the new season of Ugly Delicious is is the vertical spit and the history of that. It's pretty cool. It's really interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. when Dale and I were in Istanbul we went for our honeymoon, um, that was like that was just something there that's like it's everywhere. You know, it's like and. And it's so different at all these different places. Like some of them are just fucking massive. But we went to this one place that put French fries under the spit. So the meat would, would drip on the French fries. And, and then they would just wrap it all up for you with like lettuce, tomato, onion, some meat, and these like greasy French fries in a in like a pita. It was so awesome. Oh my. Yeah. And I just so I just moved to L.A. two years ago and I had never heard of carne asada fries until I moved to L.A. Yeah. And that phenomenon blew my mind for the exact same thing. And so it's so funny that like everyone has their version of this. Totally. Thing. And <laughs> right. They're, and they're all amazing. Well, I, yeah. I love that you guys pick Berlin because for me personally, it was like it's a very I've only been there once and it was like such a special city immediately to me. There's something about it, just like the energy. And I'm sure it has something to do with the history of the city and like what 
those people have been through and what their families have been through. But the, the people there are like so progressive and so cool. And the food scene is amazing. And it's mm-hmm. just a beautiful place. So I'm, I'm really glad you guys picked that. But what is it for you that, that made you want to pick Berlin? I think, well, Dana, we were going to do, we were talking, throwing around a couple other cities and Dana mentioned this one sandwich and it was just like a visceral reaction of like, Oh yeah, we got to talk about the sandwich. (laughs) And then also we had been there a bunch of times. So maybe more than like, besides like London or whatever other big European cities you go to on tour. I feel like we had ended up there a bunch over the last two or three years. And I've had so many wide range of experiences from being like, really sick in a hotel room for like three days straight mm-hmm. to going out and finding random, you know, uh, dance parties and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, like donor kebabs, which is just like on another level that you can't find anywhere else in the world. It feels like, right. That's and, pretty much all the only thing I do when I'm in Berlin is I just <laughs> eat this sandwich over and over and then I leave. And I go yeah. to, we go to the, has Maggie played uh, Berlin a bunch? She has. We every. I mean, every time we do a European run, it's, we hit Berlin. So that's been like, I think been, with her, we've been there three times. But then on, on top of that, like when we get to that area and we're touring through Germany or certain other parts around Berlin, we kind of use Berlin as a hub. So we'll like play a show. I feel like we've come back to Berlin. Right. Like do Hamburg and or like, something and come back. Yeah. 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 Stuff like that. I feel like we've used it as a hub for just some days off. That's awesome. Something. What was that weird industrial festival we played? It was like oh, melt. melt, melt. Yeah, that yeah, was awesome. And, and it was like in the middle of this old. Uh, it's like a mining, a mining. Uh, yeah, mining operation. So like we were wow. just yeah. the stage was in these middle of these huge industrial structures that were all rusted over. That was like it was yeah kind of post apocalyptic, but also it was like, also in the middle of nowhere too. It was like this yeah. mining uh, yeah thing right in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of. Right. And so we, we flew into Berlin, had a day off, played the festival and then had another day off, you know, so it was like we kind of just randomly ended up spending time there. And that rules. Um, that was that was the first time that I had this sandwich, actually. OK, tell me about the sandwich. All right. So the sandwich is a donor kebab. It's from Mustafa's Gemus Kebab, which is a um, it's a stand. Uh, on Meringdam. I can't really. <laughs> He's I'm been not practicing. Good with my, I did. I've been I practicing. Notes. I could tell. And I'm really impressed. It's like uh, the promenade in, in Kurzberg. Kurzberg. How do you say Kurzberg? Kurzberg? Brian. Kurzberg. 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 Anyway, anyway. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a stand. Um, and I happened upon it kind of accidentally. I was like, I was meeting a buddy at a, there's kind of this Irish pub. It's kind of divey Irish pub that's right there. So I was meeting uh, our keyboard player, Alan, at the time. We like had just rolled in for this festival and met to get a beer. And we hung out. And then after the hang, I was kind of hungry. So I saw this stand and the line wasn't very long. Um, so I got in line. It was about five minutes. I got my sandwich and then I looked behind me and there was like the line had like quadrupled wow. and it was all the way down the street. And that's when I realized like, oh, this is a thing like this is a special place, right. apparently. So then I looked it up and it's like there's YouTube videos of like this Mecca for donor kebab is this in Berlin is this spot. 
And I think they've since like maybe opened up a couple other ones in different parts of Berlin. Cool. But this is the original one. And it's amazing. I mean, at any at any given time, like I've stayed, I've been online for like an hour to wow. an hour and a half for this sandwich. And it's worth and uh, worth the hour and a half. Yeah, it's just so delicious. Um, it has like super fresh vegetables. Um, they use these three different sauces that they paint on this on the bread. I like a saucy sandwich. Personally. I love a saucy sandwich. Well, yeah. yeah, who doesn't Brian, love a saucy Brian. sandwich? Yeah, you know what I'm. Yeah. So, so they, they, yeah, they just paint on these three different sauces on this, like, it's like a thick pita bread that is, um, you can slice and it's like a mix between a pita, pita bread and a roll. So it's thick enough to slice in half and then fill with all your, your goodies. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I happened upon it. It's become a thing. And every time we go back there, I just like have to go get this sandwich. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's, that's my favorite the bread, part. Of Berlin. The bread really kind of like fucked me up too. In like yeah, a it was yeah. like a very it it. I mean this this it's really just a f- a permanent food cart. This stand, right? You know, right? That, but so they don't it, they don't bake anything there. But it feels like they have like they bake all their own bread or something. It's like that fresh and cool. like it's special. And the, the spigot that the meat is on is definitely the biggest. That's what it's called, right? The the rotating. The spit. Yeah, the vertical spit. The spit. The spit. Yeah. Spit. It's definitely, I've seen them replace it, like, in the middle of the day. Like, yeah, throw yeah, a yeah. new one on. And it is the largest hunk of meat that I've ever seen. It's, like, very, very impressive. And it looks awesome. Uh, yeah, at some point, the line just stops. And you have to wait a half hour because they they change up the meat. And they have to wait for it to kind of just like get a little right. cooked on the outside and like start the, the nice juices start start going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the move is if you go there, um, there is a curry curry thirty six is the name of the the restaurant that's right next door to this. And you get in line, you get some sausage, get, get some French fries. It's like your little appetizer. You then you get in line, eat your French fries while you're waiting for the sandwich, and then uh, get your sandwich. And you know, is this it. is this place like um, is it like a late night place too? Is it is it open at night? Yeah, like late late yep. into the night. Mm-hmm. I think it's like an all night type thing. Maybe they close for a couple hours in the morning. Cool, but I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if there's a better like late night drinking food than currywurst and French fries. Oh well, the doubtful. I think both. I was I was thinking of Mustafa's. Honestly, Mustafa's is also the, the this sandwich would be like golden, right? After like drinking and yeah, like yeah. dancing all night and like being starving at four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> like oh my god! It's. <laughs> I don't think there's a time where you can eat this sandwich and not love it. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's brought it's brought Brian back from from the dead once. I was laid up that one time. I don't forget what trip that was, but I was laid up for like 24 hours. I was just in bed and Dana shows up at my door with this damn kebab and it just saved me. It was like a <laughs> a, a donor angel in, in the night and just brought me back to life. So yeah. Mustafa's, um, when you go there, did you only go on days off? Did you go on a show day? Um, it was a day off kind of thing, I think. Okay. I've been there on days off, yeah, from what I remember. Usually just kind of roaming around Kreuzberg. I 
can't say that name Kreutz, of that area. Kreutzberg, I think. Kreutzberg. Kreutzberg. Kreutzberg, you Kreutz. got it. There's no <laughs> D. Yeah, but it's German. It's Z. Got that Z. It's a hard Z, Dana. Anyway, mm-hmm. that neighborhood, you just kind of walk around it and meander. I think there's like a little uh, Berlin Wall uh, memorial not too far. Yeah, I yeah. just remember just going through that neighborhood and, yeah, just hanging out and getting getting some food. Brian, you're kind of a history buff, right? Uh, sort of. Yes. Depends on. Yes. You, yes. yes you. That's okay. what I thought. Okay. <laughs> yes. So is in Berlin, is that like for you, is that – are you on a history hunt there? Or are you just mostly hanging, drinking, eating? Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what, I mean, I remember when I was, God, it must have been like 1990 or something like that. My uncle came back from Berlin with a piece of the Berlin Wall. Wow. And like, yeah, like it must have been like really soon after the wall actually came down and and he had like a little chunk with like, that had like a little bit of spray paint on it. And so that, that for me, and I, yeah, I think, I think it, it all has always made Berlin like a special place, like starting there. And then as I, you know, went down my own path of, uh, being a history nerd, um, it, it definitely, I've definitely been more interested in like what the city has to offer as far as like young people and like new things, mm-hmm. um, because the city was leveled in world war two at the end of world war two. Whereas like, um, you know, other cities like, like Wars, uh, not, uh, not Warsaw, Warsaw was leveled also, but, um, shit, what's the Krakow, Krakow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you ever, Krakow was like a very ancient city as well. So like that kind of always, that tickled a little bit more of that bug for me, but Berlin has like always been like how it's, it's just a survivor kind of city and totally has always persevered and pushed through and produced some you know, kind of incredible newness uh, throughout history. As much of a party city as Berlin is, it's hard to go there and not like evoke some sort of reverence. You know, like there, I feel like there's just something yeah. inherent in the city where like it's just there's so much history there and like total revolution happened. There. You know, it's just like it's such a crazy place to be and experience that and like see uh, how people are because of their surroundings there. It's crazy to, to the feel of the architecture there is interesting because it's like split, you know, it's like post-World War II, you know, newer vibe. And then there's like, you know, some older buildings and it's just very, very different depending on like every other building you walk past. You know, it's like right. very much split based on what was destroyed and what was rebuilt. And yeah, it's a cool feeling. Uh, some Something I didn't know the first time I went there was that you can drink there's no open container laws you can just walk around and drink and so that's something that we did we got donor grabbed a beer walked down by the berlin wall and just kind of i think we all like signed the wall and stuff because people are just going crazy on that thing all the time (laughs) um but that's another thing that's really cool that i was i don't think i realized that ever i would i would like to enjoy that i hope that's true (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) like no one really seemed to mind you can just drink on the street and it's totally <laughs> you know another another place I didn't know that does that until recently. Um, on the last Joseph tour, we played at the Aztec Theater in San Antonio. Oh yeah, and it's like right up against the Riverwalk, and so you can you can walk down the street with, with on big, the Riverwalk at least with the massive uh, margaritas. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that. We like we went down to some uh, 
like a daiquiri shop or whatever um, on the river walk and just kind of like ran upstairs real quick across the street with them and took them up to the green room. <laughs> it's the move, man. Yeah, the Alamo and that river walk is it's great. Love that. You know, we didn't go to the Alamo. Just, I've still never gone there. It's pretty cool. It's yeah, there's some cool stuff. I don't know. I went there once. It was like it was a little. I'm not going to say it. Say it. It was it was fun. <laughs> it was a little boring. I mean, it's definitely really cool historical. That's the story is incredible. But it was like ah, cool. You see some like old cannons and pistols and old adobe adobe house building. You know. We need an Ozzy Osbourne memorial there. Is there? Oh no! Is that he what did, he pissed he, on? <laughs> yeah, he pissed, he on, pissed on it. Yeah, and yeah. he was banned from Texas for life. I actually, yeah, I didn't see. Is there like a thing that like? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I, I've never. I've oh. never been. But um, that's just like part of the reason I. I kind of regret not going is because <laughs> of that story. You know. Yeah, it's pretty great. So when you guys are when you guys are on the road, say you're in Berlin. You get to a show, you guys wake up at the venue and what's, what's your routine from there? Like, are you guys, are you guys going out to get breakfast? Are you waiting until after sound check? I think we, what we, the routine we fell in and whether we did this together or not, like went for a run and like usually plotted some sort of coffee or food destination in the run, uh, was kind of a fun routine, a way to like stumble upon a new, a new section of the city or find a destination coffee shop or restaurant to grab lunch. And then that was kind of a fun routine. And I would say half and half, we would go together or separately, but, um, yeah, it was a good way to like, yeah, I feel like we'd like go meet a friend we had in town and like run to that, whatever cafe or restaurant or coffee spot. And then, yeah, Uber back, you know, have some food, Uber back. I remember being in Philly doing that. And we went to another one of my favorite sandwiches in the world is uh, Paisano's, the Paisano from mm-hmm. Paisano's in Philly. And yeah, I'd like run to run there from forget where we were playing, get a bunch of sandwiches and bring them back to the green room, <laughs> Uber <laughs> back to the green room. <laughs> I, man, I, I love sandwiches, man. I don't know. I love sandwiches, too. I Joseph played um, San Francisco on not this past tour, but the fall tour and David, the bass player had never been to Saigon sandwich in San Francisco. Have you been there? Oh, I don't know I've if I've been. been. It's yeah. like one of the best bond me sandwiches oh. you'll ever have. And they're, they're $4. Oh. So we went there and David was like mind blown and he got, he got four or five and <laughs> ate all of them in 24 hours. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it was impressive. That oh my is God. impressive. Well, Sorry, I should apologize to David. I don't know if he wants that to be public knowledge or not. But <laughs> oh, we've it's let he there. who has not sinned cast the first stone. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think every time I go to London, I like eat at uh, fucking what's that? Dishoom, Dishoom, like three days, yeah. three meals in a row, and then like yeah, I'm miserable for a week, and then I'm like, oh, it's worth it. Yeah. Well, you, man, London's another place with. Turkish food is just a unreal lot. there. Yeah, it's a lot of kebabs. So good. Yeah, yeah it's so, so good. good, man. Um, when you guys are getting, when you guys are finding these places, are you? Is it on recommendation? Are you guys finding stuff and trying it for the first time on Yelp or like Google Maps or something, or talking to venue people? I, I mean, I feel like it changes 
uh, Mustafa's though, that was a total, like I said, it was a total, like just by chance just happened upon it. And then that's been like one of my favorite places ever. That's great. Uh, but I feel like I use Yelp a lot. We, we like to, you know, it's almost like a little competition who could Yelp the best. Yeah, that's great spot. You know, that's always fun. Actually a really good Yelp success was for some reason, our myself and our tour manager got kind of obsessed with mezcal old fashions. Oh, cool. And we'd always want to get them in places that like maybe mezcal isn't really a thing <laughs> like Hamburg, Germany. Yeah. Like, um, but I found this awesome like mezcal cocktail bar in, in Hamburg out of nowhere. And this is like, like mezcal is not, or even tequila is something that you just like, isn't even in a lot of bars or pubs. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it's hard. Like, especially I was trying to, for Brian had a, um, birthday that we celebrated in London and I was trying to do like a margarita party and like to find the makings for a margarita. It's kind of, it was tricky. Yeah? Really? I mean, I had to like go to a few different liquor, liquor stores in London. Yeah. Yeah. You worked uh, your ass off for that birthday party. <laughs> It just made me love you even more, and I appreciate you. Because that was honestly that was one of the most fun birthdays I think I've ever had. It was like I, we had a lot of fun. That London was, seems like a good place was, to have a birthday. We pretty much threw a party backstage at uh, opening for Heim. Opening for Heim, and we were playing uh, Ali Palace. Ali Palace. Alexander yeah. Palace. Yeah, Alexander Palace in London, and it was your birthday. And then we wound up having like. Heim's crew and our crew, we all just like hung out and did this yeah. celebration of uh, our, my dear friend Brian's. That rules. Oh my God. And you guys printed out all those photos of me from like, like <laughs> and you had to guess how old I was in the photos. Yeah. It was a and thing. I, like, took, real I took my shirt off and had a bow tie and a top hat on and was bartending. Making yeah. margaritas. It a, yeah, yeah, it was incredible. It and, was. and old fat. Margaritas, old fashions, and gimlets. Nice. That's a pretty yeah. solid <laughs> menu. I'm not a bartender. It was pretty difficult, I have to say. I, I, <laughs> the effort but, uh, was noted. Trust me. It was very, very fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when you guys are looking for spots, what, what do you look for? If you're looking on Yelp, for example, like what are you mostly just looking at photos? Are you looking at like interior? Are you looking at reviews, stars? I think photos is kind of the best objective thing because reviews and stars i think regionally can mislead you right uh, i agree um yeah or like uh you know if someone's all the reviews are about how annoyed people are at the service or something it's like and yeah and you're usually kind of crippled by convenience you have to like get in and out in a relatively quick amount of time because i don't know you gotta make sound check or you only have x amount of time between whatever call you have to make. Right. So yeah, it's usually pictures and, and pictures and reviews sometimes. Pictures always are good, especially like, you know what, like looking up pizza, like if you're like craving some pizza on Mm -hmm. the road, the only real way you got to see what the pizza vibe is, you know, like I feel like that's a, that's a, that's a take a a giveaway, whether it's going to be good. See the crust, see like if there's some air in that crust, get a little like, dissection of it yeah, yeah. maybe maybe it's just me <laughs> no you're right because especially in like some smaller places like you know a four and a half star pizza it means something different yeah than 
than a four and a half star in, in Jersey or New York, you know? Yeah. I've had like a four and a half star, like Domino's vibe. And that was a little, you know, that was a little, made me a little sad. Wait, it was, it was a, a like place a, that was like rated really highly and it tasted like Domino's. Yeah. It was like a, it was almost like a pan fried pizza vibe. And I was like, okay, like I get it. Like fried bread and cheese and tomato sauce. Like if you do that correctly, it could be delicious, but like, you know, I'm you, from Jersey. I'm yeah, from New I was York. just gonna like, say I, you, you New Yorkers are, are like so yeah. difficult with pizza. Well, I get it, but like you get it. Will Tendy, for example. It. Yeah, <laughs> Will Tendy is the guitar player for Joseph, and he is insane about pizza. He gets very protective. <laughs> yeah, I, took him, I get insulted. I get insulted when if the pizza tastes bad. I'm insulted. I took Will to. Um, this Detroit style place in Austin or no, he wouldn't go. I suggested it. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> he wouldn't even go. He wouldn't even go. It's incredible. Like this place is amazing. It's called via three, one, three. I've posted about it many times on the food on tour Instagram, but, um, I told Will it was as soon as I said Detroit style, he was like, ah, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I got to say I'm, I'm like deep dish, like Chicago style. I get it. I have to be in the right mood for it. And I'm usually not, I can't, can't really hang. I can't do it. It's I'm too done. much. It's just too much in general. Like it's just, it ruins my week. It's like, it changes my week. It's a yeah. different <laughs> like period of time that I have to adjust to. Yeah. It's like an alternative to like eating a whole lasagna <laughs> instead yeah. of having a, a couple slices of pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really craving an entire lasagna right now. Oh man. going to go to Lou Malnati's. This sounds yeah, I gotta say, Ca- Casa Buona, uh, Mike, you took us to Casa Buona, and that was mwah, superb. It was so good. Honestly, an L.A. gem, for sure. That so place good. is incredible. And Brian took me there in a separate time, and we got these chicken parm sandwiches that were never really, had really those. good. They're, I think incredible. it was just a lunch a lunch special, or is that the thing that they I do I think we just time? went for lunch. I don't know if it, I think they do it all the time. Mm. Yeah, it was so good. Really, really good. Back to Berlin. When I know Brian, you're not drinking anymore, but um, any any favorite bars in Berlin? Oh my god, yeah, I had we what was it? So we had like two hours before lobby call, and we were sitting on the bus, and I like had gotten recommended. There's a a couple of guys from New York that have like a running Google Doc of tiki bars around the world, and I texted one of them, and they said, "Oh, this place Rum Trader is like." this old like late 1800s early 1900s rum bar uh like maybe even like predating tiki as a concept in general um and it happened to be like two blocks away from the bus so we went there and had some some of the most incredible rum drinks and it's just this ancient like yeah um really cozy tiny tiny pub or bar and um you know we you can ask the bartender for a cigarette and there's this weird presentation <laughs> that happens. That's like kind of special that I won't describe. You just have to go there and ask for the cigarette. Uh, it's worth it. Even if you don't smoke, just do it. Um, every rum drink was incredible. Uh, we downed about four or five of them real quick and went back to the bus and had a great time. Okay. So wait, you said this was two hours before lobby call. Was this like a morning lobby call? No, no, I'm sorry. It was bus call. We were driving overnight. Okay. So it was like a midnight <laughs> bus call. It's like, Thank damn, you. Brian stayed up till 4am. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> makes it seem, seem, makes my situation seem worse than it actually is. Um, <laughs> no wonder you stopped drinking. It was 10 exactly. PM. 
10 in the evening and we had, we're leaving about two hours, uh, to drive overnight somewhere. And I feel like man, Tiki bars, that's like a whole episode in and of itself. You know, guaranteed, oh guaranteed fun. It's just like, it's, it's never not worth it to go there. Um, and, and every city has one. There's a, a website called critique.com. Um, if you've never used it, it's incredible. You just, it's all location based. You click on, you know, a, like a, a button that finds your location and gives you all these Tiki bars past and present in the city you're in and also people's home tiki bars. So I've never done the home tiki bar thing. I'm assuming you just hit them up and yeah, go get a Mai Tai. But that has been like an incredible resource for me as a tiki fanatic. I, I, I've only been to a couple and I do enjoy it. I love the big, what are those, what are those big suckers you share? The fish bowls. the fish bowls with the flame. Yeah, or like a punch That's bowl or whatever. Yeah. So it's fun. so fun. So much fun. Yeah. Very yeah, intoxicating, though. Yeah. <laughs> they are effective. <laughs> they are very effective. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to find, I feel like when I go to Berlin, I always, uh, I just always wind up at a, like beer bars. I just, and I just like get into some German beers. It's a um, great place to drink beer. It is. It really is. They know how to do some beer. I've also wanted, like, happened upon some, like, pretty sketchy, like, maybe this was more Hamburg, but I feel like we, maybe I was with you too, Ryan. We, like, went into this dive bar. I don't even think you were drinking. You were just, like, hanging out. We were just, like, killing some time. And we start, it was an old, small dive bar. There was, like, an old man drinking at the bar. We were, like, maybe playing pool or something. And just, like, I was having a beer. And we're looking around. There's like all these old uh, like signs up on the wall, like vintage street signs and old stuff. And it was a little. I think it was like a Nazi dive bar. Wait, like was it started? Was we, it like? Did you have to go down a small set of stairs to get in? No, we were doing laundry next door or something like yeah. real benign. Yeah. It was like and a very was, benign. This was evening. Hamburg. I went to yeah. another very strange bar in Hamburg that had a very similar vibe. We just went for a beer before a show. And it was it was like kind of terrifying once we realized where we were. You know, it was uh, yeah. I think it was like a St. Pauli bar too. Like there, it was just like you know soccer fanatics and then uh, a lot of old dudes who were very gnarly looking. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. Like I don't understand exactly the 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 culture with that. But it's there was like some paraphernalia there that I was like, is this some Nazi stuff? Yeah. Like, it really could I, it could be I got I don't know it, it gave me the same vibe of like going into like a super southern random right. dive bar gotcha. where there's like some weird like w- Confederate flag maybe a little white supremacist uh, you know like vibes but like you slowly start realizing one like notice one thing and then it's another thing you're like uh oh yeah where did we where did we wind up here well you know what the tell is the tell is the old guy at the bar by themselves just like talking to people to strangers across the bar you know that's yeah. when you, that's when it, that's what makes me nervous it's like the old crusty dude who's drinking by himself but like engaging strangers and at he the bar. definitely has makes me, faded forearm tattoos faded yeah. forearm and a lot <laughs> like, and what? even when you don't speak the language you know there's a lot of like opinions getting thrown out right. with what they're saying to you <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't even know what they're saying. You don't know what they're saying, but it's very clear there's a lot of opinions being yeah. cast in your direction. And yeah, you know that just makes everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> at the end of the day. And that's when you leave. You get out. You go somewhere else. I'm with yeah. you though, Dana. I, yeah. I mean, that's like I feel like that's what you have to do when you're in Berlin. Just find a dive bar and drink beer. Yeah. That's one of the things for sure. It's such a great and like just to, just talking to strangers as long as they're not intimidating old men, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys spend much time in Cologne? I think not much time. We've done. We played there once. And, once, right? And then like did you ever have? Did you ever have a night out drinking there? No, not not that I remember. No, I think Hamburg. Yeah, Hamburg is second to Berlin, and for sure, but. Didn't we like spend like three or four days in Hamburg recently, like la- like this time last year? I feel like we were in Hamburg for a few days. I think God. I noticed a God. bunch of random stuff there recently. Definitely this. I went to this mezcal bar like twice. I think we were there for like three days for some reason. We were. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. like at the beginning of 2019. Yeah, and there's also that awesome Greek like sea, Greek seafood restaurant in Hamburg that was really good. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. That was incredible. That was an incredible meal. Do you remember what it was what called? Was that? Oh man. No. I can, I could find out. We have a picture. I remember there, we took a picture. Send me the picture. I'll Maybe post it, it on, on the food yeah. outdoor Instagram. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was right next to this really gnarly, like old army building. That was like a new club. It was like another, like old, do you, we sat yeah. outside yeah, and yeah, across yeah. the street was this giant military built looking building, like a barracks or a something that was like now a multi-level club. That yeah, we it was were there, like, like another Bergheim. Oh, wow. It was like this, yeah. a similar vibe, right? Yeah. Um, it wasn't it, like, yeah. What did you guys get at this, at the Greek seafood place? Just like fish and vegetables, and uh, we, I think we got a bunch of different stuff. Kind of. Yeah, vibe. I remember. I think I remember getting like a cold calamari thing. Cool. Like, seems like something a like that. Interesting move in Hamburg. Yeah, I <laughs> is know. it? I don't know. I'm not <laughs> yeah. a big seafood person. The most landlocked of landlocked <laughs> places. Yeah. It was so good though. It was like the vegetables were fresh. The seafood was fresh. It was like, it was very good. That's cool. I remember actually, it was very busy too. It was like yeah. a busy spot. That's awesome. Um, on a global scale here, Berlin aside, can you guys pick a, like a favorite restaurant you've been to on tour in general? Oh, God. Take it, take it Brian. Okay. 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 I can do this. <laughs> Man, what was that? When we went to Virginia for that festival that got rained out and it was in Virginia Beach and we went out. Yeah. For like Maggie's birthday, what was that place? Because that place was oh, excellent, and it I was can't like remember. Like a Mexican fusion, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a, a lot of Southern comfort food mixed it with was like fancy-ish, sort of. Yeah, and then but it was just like everything. I gotta say, I thought you were gonna say your your um, was it outside of uh, Amsterdam? What was your fancy dinner with Mike? With oh, our tour manager. Yeah, we went to. Uh, uh, what's that place called in Denmark? In, in yeah, Copenhagen. in Denmark. Oh, um, uh, Noma. 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 That was an experience. That was an experience that I don't think is worth mentioning, only because <laughs> <laughs> it definitely towed the line. You know, when you go to a museum of modern art 
and you can't tell if you're just looking at like a maintenance yeah, yeah, thing yeah. or like an actual art exhibit. That's yep. sort of what was happening. It was kind of like it was definitely food and wine on a level that I had never even knew existed. I feel like a, a place like that can't be your favorite restaurant, right? Like your favorite no. restaurant has to be a place that you can like. I'm going to go to Sonora Town over and over and over in downtown yeah, exactly. LA and get Somewhere the cheese burrito. You, yeah, you're like, what am I going to spend three hundred dollars on dinner every month? Oh my, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, that was a once in a lifetime experience, um, yeah. and uh, I don't know that I would do it again. Although some things were incredible, and some things were definitely like a science experiment. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, like the the rotten duck egg. Uh, see, I don't moldy know. Moldy asparagus. See, moldy yeah. asparagus. <laughs> pretty bad. good. I don't know. Moldy, moldy asparagus is pretty good. I want to go, but I just I'm not expecting that. It when I do go, if I do go, that I will love everything or anything. Who knows? I'll love no. the wine. They're I mean, they're they do a great job with wine. Yeah, yeah. That was the that was the last time I drank. Actually, about a year ago. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah, it's that was the year. last time I had any alcohol. That's impressive, Brian. Congratulations. We all, that was quite the weekend, actually. We had a very stressful festival experience. And then I met, we met Dave Grohl that, that following very day. Very cool. And what? we went to... Wait, are we talking about Virginia or, or Copenhagen? This was... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Virginia Beach. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Noma, the Virginia Beach location. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, seasonal. Seasonal, they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Noma, the the Virginia Beach Festival. Oh yeah, the the Pharrell Festival, water uh, something in the water festival that mm-hmm. got yeah. like torrentially downpoured. All of our gear got dripping wet and like evacuated. Yeah. And yeah, that was awful. That and then sucks. yeah, we hung out with Dave Grohl in the hotel lobby. Okay, what's the restaurant there though? I'm looking for I, it right now. Couldn't tell you. It's incredible though. It was like. <laughs> wildly surprising how good it was okay we will find out what it is and i'll either like yeah. post it in the show notes or dana is gonna find it right now well, i'm not gonna find it it's gonna take some menino no was it an italian bistro meninos no. i thought you said it was no. mexican fusion mm, yeah it was like <laughs> it was, was like it fancy ta- it was like fancy soul food i don't know or fancy like southern food I can't, I can't remember i wasn't sure if it was italian or like a mexican vibe yeah i would say well, that or honestly, like um, Dishoom in London, I yeah. think is a staple that like at this, mm-hmm. I mean, I've eaten there so many times, but I would gladly go back anytime. Anytime it's on, the, it's, not, it's an option. I'm going. That place know? is amazing. Um, I went for the first time this past summer with Dale, uh, my wife, and we went to the Shoreditch one. We stayed really close by at um, at a hotel in Shoreditch and it was Unbelievable. But a friend of mine told me to try gunpowder next time, which is, mm. you know, same oh. same vibe. But he said it's really good. It's very close to the at least to the shortage uh, to Shum. But he said that place is kind of like a sleeper. Gets overlooked right. a lot, mostly cool. because to right there. Mm-hmm. Done. And we're going the, the, the Shum move actually uh, is is if you can go for breakfast, there's no wait, And it's incredible yeah we we went for like an early lunch we were there at like noon or something it was great yeah yeah don't i mean don't unless you just want to make a whole evening of it and like wait the like hour and a half just to get into the door you can you can surely do that and it's it's it is worth it but if you just there's definitely more chill options to eating there uh dana can you pick it you don't have it doesn't have to be an absolute favorite you can give me a top three i know that's a 
horrible question. It's such a it's, hard thing to answer. It's a hard question. It really is. I mean, I would say honestly, I like I, I'm a real big sandwich person. So mm-hmm. uh, this this kebab and also the paisano from Paisanos in Philly is excellent. Um, and recently had um, oh no, what was the name of it? Um, the the Vietnamese, the new Vietnamese place in Brooklyn. I think uh, what's it called? Um, sorry, let me look this up really quick. Go for it. Uh, oh, I'll bring, I'll, t- I'll do another one. <laughs> that Argentinian steakhouse oh. in Adelaide that we went for my son's birthday. That yeah. was incredible. Do you remember that the name of that place? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it though. Great. <laughs> Put it in the show notes. Put it in the show notes. Dana, what were you going to say? Speak of that. Speaking of that, <clears throat> I think I think I remember ordering the a fish dish, maybe a salmon. It's delicious. However, uh, a buddy of ours that we were eating dinner with, I think it was the birthday boy, got a porterhouse steak. When you think of a porterhouse, you, I mean, when I think of a porterhouse, I think of a T-bone steak, right? You have the fillet side and the other side, right? For some reason, this porterhouse steak was a little on the smaller side, and it only had the non-fillet side. I mean, a and porterhouse I- in my head is like massive, right? Yeah. Like that's only, what I thought. I don't get it all the time, but the times I have had it, it comes out on a gigantic plate sizzling with butter. And it's a and it's a T-bone, right? Yeah, like it's yeah, got yeah. the yeah. For some reason, I don't know if it's like in Australia things are different uh with the way or they, in Ar- Argentina things are different. Or in Argentina. Yeah, yeah for well, that for I'm, that matter. Yeah, there, I mean cuts of even in in London, cuts of beef are called completely different, different things, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, this was called the port the porterhouse this was called a porterhouse cut, and it was not a porterhouse cut. <laughs> Dana got At really least, mad. He, I've never little, seen him. He got little, peeved uh, about this cut of meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I looked it up. It's called Gaucho's. Gaucho's Argent- Argentinian restaurant in Adelaide. Cool. Gaucho's. Yeah, and it, was, it was excellent. It was hold excellent. On, a, that was a fantastic night, actually, in general. I'm looking up my other favorite sandwich. Which is a new addition. San Francisco's got some of my favorite sandwiches. What was the place again that you mentioned? Um, it's a banh mi place called Saigon Sandwich. But um, my my move in San Francisco is the Dutch Crunch. That's all I want. I just want that Dutch the, Crunch bread. Have you had that? Dutch Crunch. I have not. That- it's just a type of bread. But like, you know, all these um, delis and, and sandwich shops in San Francisco, it's always an option for the bread there. And it's one of the most satisfying things to bite into because mm. it's real crispy on the outside. You just look it up. I think they call it like zebra bread in some places because the top is like there's like darker stripes of bread that is just this like crunchy texture. And then you bite in and it's super soft in the middle. San Francisco just knows how to delicious. do sandwiches. Actually, that reminds me of the, the one of my a recent favorite sandwich is um, the chicken sandwich from Winsome in Brooklyn. It's in yeah. East Williamsburg. You sent me that. Ooh, that looked it's insane. So good. It's like the bread has like softish. It has like this sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a spin on like almost like this pastry, but they use it as the bread, and the it's like a butterfly cut of chicken breast that's perfectly fried wow. with this like delicious mayo sauce and. It's relatively simple, but it's cooked perfectly, and it's really, really good. That's awesome. That sounds great. That's a, a recent recent favorite. 
Um, you guys want to do a quick Q and A with me, real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Love it. Sure. Right. Yeah. Favorite venue to play? Nine Thirty Club. Ooh, nice love one. it. Uh, I think the Ryman is my favorite. Uh, favorite rider item? Gatorade. Thomas. <laughs> okay, so I have to tell you, I had a dream about this. Reminded me, um, I had a dream about both of you last night separately. I think because Whoa. of our conversation yesterday, Brian, you were Whoa. really pissing off Dale, my wife. Uh, you were in our living room while she was trying to make a FaceTime call, and you were smoking a joint, laying on our dining room table, which we do not have. And when you got to the end of the Sick. joint, you ate it. <laughs> this then, is incredible for so many reasons. <laughs> Dana, yours, I, I take that back. Yours was not a dream. I woke up craving Gatorade because of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, it helps me. I feel like I, my blood sugar gets low when I go for runs. Yeah. So I usually take a few sips of Gatorade before and after my runs. And um, for some reason, only like after touring for like two years recently with having this little blood sugar issue, it just dawned on me put Gatorade on the rider rather than like have right. to try to find it somewhere <laughs> like just put it on the rider and we've we've actually wound up with a crazy stockpile of orange Gatorade on the bus at That's some awesome. point yeah yeah it's and I like I know I know that it's not like it's tons of sugar but it just helps me from like getting headaches after I run like, I really love Gatorade it's good though hangovers it's excellent for hangovers um yeah. favorite dish to cook at home mmm Tomato sauce. You just eat the tomato like sauce. Tomato sauce with with to like like to spaghetti with some spaghetti meatballs, tomato sauce, sauce Italian sausage, nice. hot and sweet. Yeah, that's my favorite. I'd say carnitas. Been slamming some carnitas this year. Been refining my recipe. Still need to try your carnitas. That's great. It's good. It looks Mine's, good. Carnitas are good. Actually, yeah. what was it? a few weeks ago? I was over. We did. I did tomato sauce at your apartment. It was before was really I, and then a few days before that, you had a taco night and you did your carnitas. We had a, we did a whole yeah. cooking cooking week. Nice, yeah. That was that was a that was an off the cuff. We didn't. Do, I've been working on my like twenty four hour recipe. You know, 20, uh-huh. 12 hour brine, cook it for twelve hours. But that actually, what we did that we literally just threw it in the crock pot with a bunch of like stuff and a bunch of it barbecue was, sauce, and it was just it was so perfect. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. so, a. Some, that made me realize, like, oh, it doesn't have to be complicated. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you guys a personal question, actually? Just, Let's do we're it. talking about carnitas. <laughs> cilantro. Love cilantro. it. Cilantro. What it. do you guys think? You love your It's one of, my, a lot of cilantro. one of my favorite flavors on the planet. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Brian? You oh, also? absolutely. I mean, I'm, huh. like, sort of romantically obligated to love it because if Caroline heard me say I don't love it, it would put a strain <laughs> on a relationship that well. I don't know that I could handle. I don't know if I don't know if we could bounce back from me not liking cilantro. So Dana, are you cilantro. anti-cilantro? Yeah, I mean, I don't love to put soap on my things. Was, that I eat, yeah, so. so you have the thing. I, what is is there a term for that? I'm not sure. I don't. I will say unfortunate. I, I, will, I think it's called I, unfortunate. I will <laughs> eat bad taste. cilantro. I will eat it. Like I, there's a little bit on a taco. Like I can, I get the uh, enhancement that it puts. But if there's like just a little bit too much. It really ruins. It'll ruin something for me. I love it so much. Huh? Yeah. Fair enough. I'm just curious. Um, I, uh, I just realized it's a thing. On that note, favorite Mexican restaurant in LA? 
Whoa. I'd say the taco truck right by my house. Tacos Arizas. Oh, yeah. uh, That one's great. Sunset and Echo Park. Um, Yeah, it's it's my favorite. Right down the street from the Echo. Mm Mm-hmm. Dana? I'm... I'm new here, so I'm just getting hip to the the Mexican diners that exist. Yeah, um, and I live right next to one, and I think it's called Rank Rancon Rancon uh, Diner, and they had they had this lamb soup that was ridiculously good. Wow, uh, that's yeah, it's a new thing. So it's kind of crazy the way they price things, though. It's like cool tacos are a dollar fifty or something, but if you get a soda, it's like four bucks. <laughs> It's really weird. I don't. I don't know why it's like that. But the lamb soup was delicious. Uh, Rencon Diner. Yeah, it's been it's been a, a fun new find for me. I've never even heard of that. I'll have to try it. It's I don't, yeah. It's just like close to where I live. That's awesome. Um, last one. Fuck Mary Kill German edition schnitzel currywurst donor. Oh. oh. <laughs> Kill schnitzel. Fuck currywurst. Mary donor. Easy, yeah. Really? That's it, me too. Absolutely. Agreed. I think I would kill yeah. Currywurst and maybe oh, I would uh, probably oh, marry Schnitzel. Well. I love I love Schnitzel. I don't think I've had too much Schnitzel Schnitzel in my in my time. There's a place uh in Berlin that I went that was pretty close to Checkpoint Charlie. We walked there from like after doing some sightseeing over there called Stat Klaus. And it's incredible. It's like an old neighborhood dive and um Really small menu, lots of beer, lots of locals. It gets packed at night, and it's fucking fantastic. That sounds awesome. Uh, but yeah, their schnitzel there is amazing. Um, can we do your other uh, fuck Mary kill that we had discussed <laughs> yeah, okay, at we'll, another time? Because um, that was also a we'll good do one. okay fuck Mary kill. I'll give you backstory. Someone asked me this on Instagram. I did like a Q and A thing on an Instagram story, and. I think he's a drummer from San Francisco. I think his name is Josh. He said, fuck, Mary kill bread, pasta, and rice. Whoa. And it ruined me. <laughs> God, that is a really, that's a, that's a debacle, isn't it? I'm, I'm saying uh, it. And I know this sucks for you, Dana. And I know this sucks for a lot of, a lot of all of us, but I don't think I'm you should c- say it. I don't think you should say what you're about to say. <laughs> I think you should hold back. Again, this might romantically ruin Dana and I and I my, our relationship. So I, I abstain. I take the fifth from this. I no, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to take, I'll take, say I'm it take for you. your butt out. Uh, I'll yeah. take, I'm not going to listen. You can tell Mike. Here we go. Don't yeah, take, take your head up. Okay. I'd yeah. marry rice. I'd kill, kill bread. And I'd uh, fuck pasta. Okay. You're, you're good, Dana. Beautiful. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. I'm good. I can't deal. I can't deal with any more disappointments in my life right now. This is uh, <laughs> just needed yeah. to just needed to not hear that. So I appreciate I appreciate that. All right, Dana, you're up. Uh, what? Oh yeah. Um, kill rice. Fuck spaghetti. Marry bread. And I say that because you can't make a sandwich out of spaghetti. I love that you went straight to spaghetti. I only said pasta. In general. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make bre- you can't make a sandwich out of rigatoni either you know no nope, you, you can't oh yeah no. penne or uh, papadel you know you, you could maybe yeah. make a, a like a some sort of bastardized like baked ziti sandwich that would be very you tony could. soprano yeah uh speaking of that doesn't danny you'll like this we got um for our quarantine times we got uh soprano 500 piece puzzle 
Oh my god! Yeah, we're we're gonna start working on it tonight. <laughs> well, I'm. <laughs> that's so good. I bought myself. I live alone, and I bought myself a fifteen hundred piece puzzle. That's so many pieces. Ooh, it's oh, a lot you. of pieces. I, Jesus I mean, Christ, I got, man! I got, got time. I got time on my hand. It's actually been one of the greater joys of my day is working on the puzzle, and it's taking a while, but they're hard. It's, a, it's very. It's very nice. It's relaxing. I've, I've only ever done a thousand piece, and that was like a week straight of seven people working on it. Wow. Really? So I, I can't even imagine what you're up for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I would say I'm like an eight, uh, tenth done with it. How many I got days? The whole, What's your estimation? Uh, I'm doing a very little bit at a time, but, um, maybe a week into it. Weekend. Weekend. Yeah. It's not bad. A tenth there. So 70 weeks. Not bad. We'll have this done in about a year and a half. No, seventy days. Sorry. Yeah. 70 by the time by the time we're allowed out of our homes, I'll be done with it then. That's great. That's great. Well, <laughs> thank you guys for doing this. Um, I wore my Romstein T-shirt for the occasion. I don't know if you can see that. Look at that. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah. Thank you guys. I appreciate it, and I hope we can all hang out soon and go to Cosa Buena. Oh my God! Can't wait. Cannot wait. The artichokes. Oh artichoke. my god! Did we do stuffed artichokes when we were there later? Before? No, we got or their. Uh, oh, I forget how they are. They just like Art- grilled artichokes. I don't know. They're it's like oh, lemon juice and salt, right. and it comes with that sort of like almost like a labna sort of thing under it. It's so good. Right. It was chunks. It was it was the heart. Mm-hmm. They cut the heart. Yeah. They sliced up the heart. Yeah. 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 That is delicious. Have you, have you, sorry to keep talking about. Have you ever had like a, <laughs> like a really for. good stuffed stuffed artichoke? You know, you take a leaf and yeah, yeah, yeah. Scratch the stuffing off. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, yeah. we had um, mm. when Dale and I were in Italy last year. We had some mind blowing artichoke dishes. We had this one. It was um, it was called an artichoke pie. I think it was at this place called. Trattoria Sostanza. It's like cash only been open for like a hundred years or something. It's maybe like five tables and they, it's like a, a bed of eggs with artichokes cooked into the eggs. And it comes out in this like, in this like perfect pie shape. It's incredible. I don't even really like eggs and it was mind blowing. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I've never even heard of that. That's awesome. It's great. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Our pleasure, man. My pleasure. We'll see you soon. Uh, Brian, I'm going to fade this music you sent me for the episode into the end of this. So, upcoming music by Brian Kessley. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. I'll see you soon. Peace, dude. Bye. Bye. Thanks again to Brian and Dana for joining me here. Uh, And a special thanks to Brian Kessley for this weird very berlin appropriate outro music uh if you want to find us we're on instagram at food.ontour you can contact us via email at foodontourguys at gmail.com and we'll see you next time thanks